Hey, Holly Kitchens, how you doing today? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Man, we've been busy lately. It's been nice. I uh, just love to work, you know? It, it's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I uh, appreciate you coming on today. I want to talk about uh, branding and marketing and yeah. how it can really impact your business for in a positive way. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, how many agents are in your marketplace, right? So there's the importance of branding and how you utilize different strategies to stand out in your marketplace. So I'm super excited to chat with you today on all those things. Nice. You know, and I've noticed there's a difference too between branding, marketing, and everything that you have to do to kind of set up the branding because branding is great. But if it doesn't get out to anybody, it's kind of a moot point, right? Absolutely. Like if, if you don't have all of your systems and processes and your infrastructure built up to be able to get that message out there, it really, it really doesn't go far. You know, um, that's why I kind of studied and learned everything I could about search engine optimization mm -hmm. and figuring out exactly, okay, here's the platform I'm using. What do I need to do to be able to stand out above everybody else first to get my message across to people, right? Yeah, 100%. So like you could be the best real estate agent. You should. You could know all the different, you know, lending options for your clients. You can help them from point A to point B. But at the end of the day, if you don't have that marketing out there and people don't know you exist, you're not going to be able to help anybody. Right. So that's where, you know, branding comes in. And, you know, when it comes to branding, it's, you know, showcasing you as a professional, showcasing your company, so on and so forth. And I think, you know, a lot of people make the mistake when they either they're just now starting out or they're just now getting serious about their branding and they gear, they go towards something that's like kind of what they aspire to be or something that they just like because it looks like this instead of being true to themselves of who they are, what they stand for. Cause I think once you really truly understand that and understand who you are as a person, individual, especially when it comes to personal branding, as a lot of us will have to rely on for real estate um, advertising, I think that's going to be the key. So it's understanding, you know, who you are, what you stand for. Um, you know, a brand is more than just a color scheme and a logo. A brand is in the way you talk. It's in the way you carry yourself. It's the clothes that you wear. It's how you carry yourself. And I think once you really get that dialed in and know who you are, and, you know, of course, if you're just starting out on the branding journey, there are times where it's kind of like that awkward phase in middle school where you're like, I'm not sure what kind of a crowd I belong in. Am I like right. the gothic kid or am I like, you know, the hipster kid or, you know, whatever it yeah. is, whatever place you're looking to fit in. And, you know, but once you really dial in that brand, it's so important to stay consistent with it. And then more importantly, be that brand, right? Like you, right. you know, we all know those people um, that you look at them online and then you meet them in person. They're not anything at all what they show right. up as online. So I think what you dial in that as a brand, as a professional, and then you use the effective marketing tools to take that brand and amplify it and get your messages out. That's going to be a key to successful um, way to market yourself in the area that you're in and really be known as the go-to person. Because the reality is, you know, we're working with people who have the biggest investments of their life. Right. It's needless to say in this day and age, someone's going to Google your name. So how are you showing up online when they perform that Google search? And right. then how are we creating that intentional online presence so that we showcase ourselves and our talents? 
Right. And I think it's so awesome that you pointed out, you know, that uh, it's, it's everything. It's like your personal character. Because uh, I always like to look at things from the consumer's point of view. Like if they just look me up online, because that's how we get a lot of business, right? Mm-hmm. They watch these videos. They listen to me talk. They look at, you know, every Facebook post, every Instagram post, every, you know, social media, anything. And then if I show up at the listing appointment and I'm anything different than this guy, they're not going to like me very much, right? No. I've taught them to know, like, and trust me through my marketing, through my my branding. And, you know, it it really does. Consistency matters. I agree with you on that. Um, Would you agree that keeping things kind of simple when it comes down to branding is important too? Oh, 100%, especially in this day and age of, you know, of course, brands shouldn't be necessarily on trend. However, our, you know, aesthetics and things like that should be relatable to who we are and kind of evergreen, right? If you make, if you think about it that way, I feel as far as branding goes, people don't want to think really hard about who you are or what you do, right? So, you know, making sure that you associate keywords of, you know, obviously real estate is going to be a great one. So it's going to be like Holly Kitchens Realtor, right? Like my name says what I do, but you know, some people like to get crafty and they're like, well, I like to say that I'm a homing, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And it's like, that's great. But also if someone's like, oh, that's, I'm looking for a real estate agent. So keep it super simple, going back to the basics um, when it comes to branding. And then two, that way, you know, you don't have 500 color scheme, colors going in your color scheme. You have, you know, three, right? So right. keeping it super simple down from the name to the tagline to the brand look itself. Yeah. And it all comes back to the SEO stuff. I mean, if you keep all of your information mm-hmm. simple, correct, the same across every platform, the human mind kind of uh, acts and reacts the same way. They they want simplicity. They want to know you right away. And mm-hmm. like you said, they're, they're dealing with the biggest investment of their lifetime potentially right yeah they they probably don't want like a cute fuzzy bubbly person they want someone taking this career as seriously as humanly possible because you know you're seriously playing with other people's money essentially and Mm -hmm. you know like i know for fact if i weren't a realtor and i was buying a house i would want to go with somebody that uh met professional standard of mine right absolutely like you want to go for somebody who has a proven track record not just because they have a pretty sign right or they have a pretty face or whatever it is that you know people might think that that's what the consumer is looking for but typically the consumer is going to looking for a proven track record with results so that leads into like you know the part another part of brain that people need to take in consideration is how are you sharing those results how are you letting that social um, that that social feedback of people mm-hmm. t- saying how great you are. How are you showcasing that? And you know, it's great. A lot of people, you know, will just take the typical closing day picture. Which don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, those are great because you're at the closing right. table, everyone's happy. But typically, you know, the ones that are most powerful is going to be like the hearing the stories from themselves. And you know, what do you you know if you got into a if you just came back from a bad home inspection, like maybe go live on Facebook and say, hey, this is what happened. These are things to look for. This is why it's important to have a home inspection. Or if yeah. you're on the flip side and you have a seller that gets a you know a inspection report that's it seems very overwhelming, but if you actually start looking line by line, 
maybe having like a home inspector go on like a live like this and demonstrating that. So like, you know, if you obviously when it comes to building your brand, you do want to tie in expertise and knowledge to your brand. So finding ways to go in and do that as well is just another way to amplify your yourself as a person and a true professional versus just the next, you know, pretty face on a sign or whatever you want to say. Right. Well, another thing that's cool about doing these lives and, and stuff with people, right, is you can repurpose this information. Like mm-hmm. all of these videos, like I had no problem launching a podcast last month because I had hours of information, you know, from doing yeah. these lives with people and you just upload the MP3 and boom, all of a sudden you have a podcast out there and, uh, you know, you cut it up and make little reels and mm-hmm. do all kinds of stuff to where people are are constantly seeing your, your activity and you're constantly broadening your audience that way. Oh, 100%. It's so easy. Podcasting, as like for those who know me, they know that podcasting is my favorite way to deliver content because right. there's so many ways that you can deconstruct it, especially if you do it video. Um, there's, you know, long form YouTube, there's shorts, there's transcription, there's blogs, there's mm-hmm. all so many ways. But, you know, I'll just use podcasting as a great way to, to leverage, um, to build your, to showcase your brand and really market your expertise is I have a lot of friends in real estate that are doing podcasts that are like specifically toward their marketplace. So, you know, for instance, if they're a real estate agent here in Oklahoma city, they are, you know, showcasing the events that are happening this weekend. And every week, my friend Ronnie, he will do a post on social media. That's like, here's the things to look forward to do this weekend. (laughs) I know every Friday, if I have nothing to do that weekend, I could easily hop on Ma- Ronnie's My OKC Metro Live yeah. and find a, a detailed list of everything, to, what to do and where to go and right. what's happening in the area. So, and, but he does that so consistently. He's done that for like so long to where I know that I can go there, right? So, right. what are you guys doing on a daily or not? It could be daily, weekly, whatever it is, basis to build that trust and have that consistency. And if a podcast is it, podcast is a great way to also put your name out there and and you get to control that topic as well and speak on um, being the expert of that podcast topic. Yeah. And it it's really neat too, because once you like I go through rss.com for yeah. for my path of travel uh podcast, right? And uh I couldn't believe it. it within like a week and a half, two weeks, I was in like six different countries. And mm-hmm. it's just that simple. It's yeah, there's a small amount of money. I think it was 120 something bucks for the whole year to be able to have that engine, you know, be the vehicle. But that's nothing, you know, it was, it's cheap. And it is effective. so cheap. <laughs> 100%. And I will say this podcasting gets you into rooms that you can't buy yourself into. I mean, I found myself and you know green rooms being escorted by third eye blinds management i've seen myself being you know led in to after parties where people are brainstorming about their own podcasts as artists and things yeah. like that the, there's no there's no vip ticket that i could have bought to get myself into that room it does allow you to get access to authority while being that authority figure in the room and i think that that's a great one me personally like lipson is what i was using for the past since 2017 when i started my podcasting journey and it was 15 dollars a month I personally actually just moved my podcast from Lipson to um, Spotify for podcasters. They recently, I say recently, well, I could say less, guess probably the last six months, they bought um, Anchor, which I know a lot of people are familiar with. 
and I, you know, I, 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 it's, there's, if you're really dedicated and committed to becoming a podcaster and really real about it, it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. You do need to have a, you know, a good microphone and things like that. Cause those things are important to a good podcast episode. However, um, as far as like getting your word out there, I mean, you Spotify for podcasters is free and it gets you on iHeartRadio, it gets you on Apple iTunes, it gets you on Spotify and all these other places. So there's just another way for you to amplify and, and share that content across platforms. And podcasts are so popular. Like I constantly, when I first wrote Path to Travel, the first book, uh, people constantly were like, when are you coming out with the audiobook?" You know? Yeah. I was like, I'd rather you take the time and read it. But then I realized <laughs> that people are literally sitting in their cars listening to podcasts and and consuming information that way. And just like with real estate, right? You got to go where the eyeballs are with, with podcasting. It's mm -hmm. almost like you got to go with uh, where their ears are. And what, what, what are they listening to? Um, oh, yeah. Because that's exactly what they're interested in. If we're wanting to expand our brand, that's, that's the only way to go. So I am in the middle of working on, on trying to wrap my mind around doing an audio book, but you know, at the same time. I'll be completely honest. I will listen to a whole entire audiobook before I will sit there and read it page by page just because right. it's easy to adapt that to your lifestyle. You know, like, yeah. like you said, in the car, at the gym, traveling, you know, we all know when you're driving, you can't sit there and watch a YouTube video or you right. can't sit there and keep your phone unlocked because it's going to, you know, shut off because it's an inactivity or whatever. So uh, audio is, you know, a lot of people might think video is taking over the podcasting experience, which, yeah, it's definitely helped change the game of getting more eyeballs on your podcast. However, at the end of the day, podcasting in its true form is an audio experience. Yeah. And it's enjoyable. I never, yeah. I never thought it would be. And then all of a sudden, you know, the busier I get, I'm like, hmm, I want to consume some yeah. information that it's the new radio. I mean, Oh, 100%. You know, there's even talks about like AM, FM radio, like how far is, how long is it till they're non-existent? And I think right. next year, there's some vehicle companies that are even putting AM, FM radios in their vehicles. So no. one point is it, it's kind of like Blockbuster and Netflix, right? It's like at one point, right. those radio stations, they're going to make that, have to make that switch to, now they're going to be streaming on Spotify. Yeah. Now they're going to be streaming on where iHeartRadio. I know they already are right now, but at one point, is it going to be like, that's going to be how you consume the information. There's no longer that radio airways, if you will. Yeah, I, I think that that's like super uh, important to also understand too. Like while someone's developing their brain and doing these things, it's understanding the big picture and not right. thinking too small, because if not, then you're going to end up, you know, left in the dust, like, a less, like a, everyone else that didn't take action and adapt. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Totally. Um, you got to almost look five years ahead mm -hmm. in almost everything that you do, because if, I mean, let's face it, if you think small, you're going to get small results, right? Correct. If you small, you're going to get what? Small results. If you think huge, you're going to have huge success and it's going to be tough to get there. It's going to be hard work. You're going to have to, you know, get beat down a few times and learn how to, you know, mm -hmm. what each step in the process takes to be able to get to the next step. Right. Uh, but in five years, you'll be excited with your results and you'll be excited with, with how far you've come in, in whatever you're doing. 
and uh, just staying relevant these days. I mean, man, the climate it's a lot. Climate change is quick, you know, and uh, technology is just uh, advancing faster than I've ever seen it, you know, before. And so it it can be fun, but it can be daunting, right? Like staying mm -hmm. cutting edge and, and one step ahead. You know, and another thing, too, like it's great to be on on point on trend when it comes to what's going on and, and like you said you know technology and so on and so forth but i think also to understanding and not getting lost of who you are and what you like stand for i'll right. give it a classic example of for me like ai right like yeah. ai is kind of like the hot topic this year like everyone is an ai expert right. everyone knows all the cool things and i personally use ai i think it's cool i think it's great yeah. especially you're like me and you write the way you talk and you know as a writer you're supposed to write differently right so it does right. help me however i think a lot of people might make the mistake in getting lost into ai instead of using the original ai which is actual intelligence right so right. <laughs> not having a machine not having a machine telling us who we are and what we do and what we say utilizing that machine to help us show it better uh, and maybe wording some things better or, you know, giving some ideas whenever we're drawing blanks, but not allowing AI to to really dictate who we are. Because I see a lot of people, you know, you you read things and you're like, oh, that's definitely not that person. Like, that's, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> so I think, you know, I, I, it's understanding that, too, and like being cautious, cautious and aware and then remembering why you started doing what you're doing. You know, a lot of real estate agents are super passionate about the area that they're in. Don't allow like shiny objects to distract why you're so passionate because you'll soon experience that burnout like a lot of people do or that you'll just get, you know, mix, uh, you'll be blended in with just like everybody else saying the same thing that's being generated by an output. Yeah, no, I agree. And it is super helpful, right? Technology. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Technology is a tool. That's that's yeah. all it is. AI is a tool. And when you're busy and you got to do a listing uh description really quick yeah it does come in handy it really does you know and it's just so much faster than sitting down and actually taking the time to write it out but here's the the rub it's so different like when i sit down and i actually write out a listing description uh people are like that is amazing right mm -hmm. when janelle does it with the ai because that's how we do a lot of them a lot of times if if I'm too busy to sit yeah. down and actually write something, my wife, you know, will put it into the chat GPT or whatever she has. And then she'll go through and edit it because it's never perfect, right? Uh, it literally is artificial. But it, it doesn't land the same as when I sit down and actually uh, write It doesn't. Out. Like, I always tell people, too, if you're using AI for content um content creation again it's fantastic i am not an ai hater however yeah. i always yeah. encourage people to go in there and add their own touch to it so it actually right. sounds like it's you know so it is coming from you in that sense right. um and another thing too to be aware of and i know it's getting better and better each time with their doing updates but at the end of the day ai pulls from you know google pulls from things like that what else is also on google pulse information right. so a classic example is you know for my music podcast i was like you know researching like artist birthdays you know so they're yeah. doing happy birthday you know whoever right whatever band member well i like typed in like list out 25 rock star birthdays in this upcoming month right of course bam 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 gave me 25 
I started like copying and pasting because of course I never want to say happy birthday when it's not actually their birthday. Yeah. Almost yeah. half of the information was incorrect. Mm. So I'm like, I'm glad I double checked because I would have looked like a silly girl posting like happy birthday right. and their birth, you know, in October and their birthday is not until April. Yeah. So, you know, it's having that awareness too when you guys are going through and you're leveraging those tools, fact checking it. Cause the last thing we want to do is especially in real estate, because there's a lot of times that you can get in trouble for spreading misinformation and not that right. we're doing it on purpose, but you know, at the end of the day, we are professionals and people look for on, on us. So I know that that's kind of a rabbit hole away from like branding, but I feel like it's important too, because a lot of people would leverage, you know, AI when it comes to building a brand and creating content. And again, right. at the end of the day, we're the face of our own brand. So how are we uh, distributing ourselves on online and what information are we putting out? Yeah. And it's not that much of a rabbit hole. I mean, if you think about it, yeah. we're talking about, <laughs> we're talking about vehicles, right? Mm -hmm. SEO, you know, making sure that, that, all of your information is correct, right? If everybody yeah. did that, AI would be better. Correct. Right? Yeah, we would have to worry about that kind of things. Yeah. Now we're talking Absolutely. about we're talking about the vehicle of using a platform, to get your podcast out there. You know, yeah. uh, I personally use a different one than you, but yeah, there's you know, there's so many ways to get there, so many ways to execute something. It's just all I always tell people exactly because you know and, people ask what's the best, like what's the best hosting platform. You're like. The best one is the one you're going to use. So yeah. find what works for you and execute and stay consistent. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I love AI. I think it's it's a really mm -hmm. fun thing. It's not new. It's been around for yeah. quite a while. Quite some time. Um, it's it, just so accessible now it's to everyone. It's to I the general public, why. yeah. Mm -hmm. But it, it's been around for a minute. You know, I was part of the the people that got to do the beta testing for Google's AI, the Bard. Yep. And uh, it's fun. I enjoy it. Um, I really, I really like the fact that when you get information out there and like branding, right? Like you get your image out there, you get everything that is unapologetically you in front of the populace, you know, the general population, mm -hmm. they start reacting to everything that you do in a different way. And uh, I think it's really important to to get your marketing and your branding on point. A hundred percent. I always tell people, if you're just now starting to be super intentional about building out your brand, think of three to five keywords you want to associate with your brand mm -hmm. and make sure that that's what you put on everything, anywhere you speak on a platform, anytime you do a post, ties back to those keywords because you know it's like a muscle going to the gym you don't go once and then walk out with a six pack of abs right on there over and over again so as you're building your brand you want to be known as the go-to let's just say country club expert or the go-to local lake community expert you need to be known to be putting out content like that so like for me like i've been podcasting since like 2017 Right. And it's just it's something I'm super passionate about. So, of course, I talk about it a lot when it comes to content creation. And now, like, I'll get it to the point where people are like, oh, that's the podcasting queen. And it's, like, so weird to hear people say, like, the podcasting expert, the podcast. And I'm like, I, I just really enjoy doing it. I guess I talk right. about it a lot. But once you start doing that so many times and knowing how to do something so well, that's when people start looking at you differently. So if you yeah. want to be known as the go-to uh, listing expert in your community, make sure your content saying that you are putting in the work to show that you are that person because yeah. 
you might, you know, be mailing out a bunch of postcards and making those dials, making those contacts, which is great. However, if you're not putting that, you sold this home, you know, three doors down from this, your own house or whatever it is. And like, Hey, I live in the community or however you want to build yourself up as an expert. How are people going to know? So, you know, start with three to five keywords. Maybe it's real estate. Maybe it could be like, um, there's a Glardia. It's a country club here. So Glardia, it could be North OKC, OKC Metro. Think of those keywords and then make sure you are, you know, creating content out there to establish that brand as the go-to agent of whatever you're looking to, you know, to put yourself as that brand expert in there for. I think that's great. That is, you know, really good information for people to take to heart. Um, Thank you for coming on with me today. I appreciate it. Yeah. Stick around for a minute. Perfect.